Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where each week and every week we set out a fancy array of glasses and work out which one dings the nicest. Yes, if by <laughs> ding you mean makes whiskey taste the best. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yep. This is another glass test, and today it's Scotch whiskey. We'll tell you which one after the intro music. That's it. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, so, like, once again, we've got uh, five drinking receptacles in front of us filled with today's uh, liquid gold. Yes, today we are drinking the Label 5 Gold Heritage Scotch Whiskey. Blended Scotch Whiskey. Not to be confused with single malt or single barrel. Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, you would, of course, remember from our whiskey episodes what blended means and it just means that it came from different places different yeah different factories yeah factories distilleries yes different distilleries but different distilleries for the same brand Hmm. obviously so on this the uh, the master blender g cool has something to say on the bottle he says it's the ultimate expression His ultimate expression, this one. He says, Label 5 Gold Heritage is a personal achievement for me. Building on the traditions of Label 5, I have hand-selected whiskies from different ages and casks, which marry together to produce a wonderfully balanced blend. The result is an exceptionally smooth whiskey, which offers a unique taste experience. Mm. Well, because we've got 10 glasses of whiskey in front of us, all I can smell is whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. And it smells good, but we're going to start... Well, I suppose we should list off the glasses. Yeah. We've got the old-fashioned glass, which is, the, of course, the old standard. We have a couple of steel tumblers to, um, to drink out of as they were... Well, they were, a, um, they were part of one of those gift boxes. With, that came uh, with a bottle of scotch. Yeah. So, I figure... We they, figured they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, they are... Technically, a scotch glass, and what difference does stainless steel make? And they are mm. a different size and shape as well. Yeah. Um, we have the highball, of course, which is one of our control glasses. We have the white wine glass, which is the other control. And lastly, we have the new standard, the Glencairn glass. Hmm. Which is uh, based off the... Uh, uh, distillery or distiller's nosing glass. Yeah. Hmm. Quite an interesting shape. The, probably the most interesting shaped glass we have on the table today. Mm, absolutely. Hmm. But, I suppose we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get to it. Yeah. But uh, for now, starting with the old-fashioned glass, it's a very large bottom, lot of surface area, very open. Hmm. So I expect we should get quite a good nose out of it. So Me let's uh, let's start by smelling it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of. Uh, it's very strong in this one. Yeah the the smell out of the wow yep the smell out of the old fashioned glass is almost overpowering. 
Mm. So a an old-fashioned glass is... It, they typically have a wide brim and thick base so that the non-liquid ingredients of a cocktail can be mashed using a muddler before the main liquid ingredients are added. They're, they usually contain 180 to 300 mils, or the, the size the size of an old-fashioned glass, you can pour about uh, 180 to 300 mils into one of these, uh, or 6 to 10 fluid ounces. Um that's about about the right size, but you would never pour that much whiskey into one of these. No, we are drinking one single 30 mil dram per glass. And the reason we've poured that much in there is because we know the volume of it actually does make a difference mm. to yeah. how it sits, how it smells, how it tastes. Mm. And uh, with all of these glasses, we're drinking them neat. Um, but if you were going to have ice... If you're going to have ice with your whiskey, an old-fashioned glass would be the one to have it in. Yes, so. you really couldn't put ice into a Glen Can glass. I mean, a couple of very small cubes, perhaps. Mm. But it's not. That's not what it's for. No, it's not ideally for that. Hmm. All right. So, cheers. Well, yeah. So let's, um, I suppose, talk about the nose. Let's talk about the smell of it, other than just how right. overpowering it is. <laughs> I mean, you you got that sort of slightly banana-y smell mm. from a, a whiskey. Um, um, smell a little bit of caramel. Yeah, smells a bit on the sweet side, mm. this one. Yeah, now I see a sort of maybe a buttered corn. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, something, something like subtle that. and... Well, let's let's taste and see how how it goes. Tastes pretty good. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I'm getting some definite complexity on the palate. It's actually hard to put my finger on what I'm tasting. Yeah. I suppose we, we haven't really um, tried to pick the, the nuances in flavors of whiskey. We've just been like, yep, this is a good one. This tastes nice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And now we have to because that's how we're going to tell the difference between the glasses. I mean, it's got a, a medium amount of burn. Um, it doesn't really taste... It's not smoky at all. Um, I suppose it tastes a little malty. Like yeah, a little, a little bit malty. of malty. It is a little sweet. Mm. Um, no, no hint of salt. So this is not from Islay or the Lowlands, I think. Mm. And it's... Um there's something there I can't quite put my finger on. Hmm. I'm going to have to try it again. So, the disadvantage of this glass is that when you're taking a sip, your nose goes right into it. Which means that if you try and take a sniff as you're, as you're drinking, all that ethanol burn goes straight into your nose. So... I mean, it it would be better. It, you wouldn't have that if there was ice in the glass, but we're not having any ice, so... Mm, because over the amount of time that we're drinking these in, mm. we would inadvertently water them down. Absolutely. We would have to drop a ice cube in the moment we were ready to drink. I mean, we could have done that. Mm, but then 
we're sitting on each individual one for quite some time as well. Mm. So yeah. it it changes the flavor yeah. too much to uh, really get a good study out of this, I guess. Uh, so for for reference, guys, the most of the glasses we so the. Uh, the old-fashioned glass and the highball, the lowball and the highball, are both soda-lime glass or soda-ash glass. And obviously, we got stainless steel in the tumblers. And for the white wine and Glencairn glass, they're both made with lead-free crystal. So that will change the flavor. Or that will have an effect on the... I don't know, actually. It may have an effect but we don't know. Yeah, I mean, we can expect it to. Like, I'm I'm expecting that from the stainless steel, because it's completely non-porous, mm. it should be the thing that affects the flavor least. Well, that's what I thought too, but stainless steel actually holds on to scents and flavors. That's why your uh, stainless steel coffee mugs can hold on to like if you have coffee in it and then make a tea with it it's going to taste a little weird but if you always have tea in it and then drink a coffee in it your coffee will taste odd because that uh, tea or coffee smell will seep into the stainless steel Hmm. and that's how a stainless steel soap works it's like a block of steel shaped like a uh, soap bar, and you just rub your hands over it to get like garlic smells or other smells out of your hands. Oh, because it's absorbed by the steel. Yeah, interesting. Mm. I thought that was really cool when I found that out. Um, yeah, so um, I guess we should briefly talk a little more about this whiskey and mention the uh, mention the awards that it's won because we we might as well. So we'll, we can mention that it has. Uh, it won gold medals at the International Spirits Challenge in 2016 and the Scotch Whiskey Master in 2016 and won two silver medals at the sixth challenge to the best spirits for Asia 2016 and the International Wine and Spirit Competition 2016. Hmm. Cool. No wonder it's not bad. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. And we wanted to be sure that it was because yeah. we need something that... Ideally, something we haven't tried before so that we don't have any expectations to put on it mm. and something that we know has enough complexity and nuance that we can tell the difference. That's it. It's got to be at least good drop territory. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um, this box does have tasting and smelling notes on it. But we're going to save those to the end so we are not biased again. Yeah, so I'm going to be sure to not read them. <laughs> he nearly read them. I nearly read them <laughs> because I'm I'm curious Yeah. because there's just there's this taste that is very pleasant but I can't put my finger on what it is. Mm. Very true. All right, let's move along so to the stainless steel. Now we're on the stainless steel. Let's uh, start by uh, getting the nose in the stainless steel glass. Ooh. It's, it is different. Yeah. Um that ethanol burn is not quite as pronounced. Mm, it's, it's not nearly as overwhelming. It just smells sweet and pleasant, and like I can get my nose right in there, and it's not, and it doesn't burn. Yeah, I agree. And that that banana seems more pronounced that you were talking about mm. before. 
like a maybe it's like a caramelized banana flavor or yeah smell. yeah it does sort of smell like that because there's definitely some caramel definitely a little bit of butter um damn i kind of want like caramelized bananas now and what what we're describing of course may end up being nothing like what they've said it's going to taste like on their tasting notes but yeah. and like also steel has a smell and well it does it you can definitely pick that up i can pick it up all right so here goes you know i kind of think this is Nicer than the old-fashioned. Yeah, I, I was thinking that exact same thing. I mean, aside from the stainless steel flavor, <laughs> it's um, oh yeah, a little bit nicer because that uh, the ethanol that that typical alcohol burn is slightly forward on the tongue, mm. and therefore lets the rest of the flavors roll along the back of your tongue. Yeah, it, it feels less. Less bitey, smoother. Mm. And um, it's got that... I feel almost like the sweetness is more pronounced. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that too. The... Uh, I forget who... Uh, I forget which brand of whiskey we got these from. I think it might have been like Glenn Livet or something. Glenn, Far- Glenn Farclass. Yes. Just had to look at the look at the logo. Because you, you can't, mean anything to me. you can't see this because we didn't put the logo in the picture. <laughs> but there is a logo on those stainless steel glasses, and it is the very subtle, understated Glenn Farkas logo that doesn't actually tell you it's them, but it's them. Yeah, yeah. This is re- this is really good. It's yeah, somehow smoother than the old fashioned, which yeah. blows my mind a little bit. But there you go. Yeah, I mean, these have been my go-to for drinking whiskey out of since you gave them to me. Yeah, and I was just going to throw them in the bin otherwise, just because I needed needed to get rid of them. But there you go. Yeah, I mean, they, they work quite well. And of course, I have stainless steel gel-scented Scotch Rocks, so oh. I put them in there. <laughs> steel all round. Steel all round, yeah. Hmm. All right. Oh. So now we are onto the Collins highball. I'm not looking forward to That's this one. The the killer of sparkling white wines and beer and beer. Mm. It, it's almost comical the tiny amount of whiskey in the bottom of this glass. It is. I'm I'm curious to see what it will have done for the nose. Yeah. Just this basically giant funnel. <laughs> that is undoubtedly raising that I, I feel like it may be overwhelming yeah but it might also well, be really hard to smell it's hard to say for sure yeah it may not be as bad as we think because the steel um steel cup has a smaller surface area and it was easier to drink yeah and this does have a slightly smaller surface area than the old-fashioned mm. I guess we're just going to have to taste it. Well, we so. have to, yeah. I mean, it's it's basically killed everything we've ever put in it. Yeah. But hopefully it doesn't kill this. Well, I'm not expecting much. Cheers. <laughs> I, mean, I nearly forgot to smell. but um, it's, it's not terrible, but it's just... It's really subtle, but I think that's the distance. It, yeah. It, um, it, 
you can't pick up any nuance. No, there. you can just go, yep, smells like whiskey. But it's it's like smelling whiskey from a long way away. It it may, Again, it makes it smell like... Well, I was going to say it makes it smell like cheap whiskey, but then I thought maybe that's just our uh, thoughts on it. Our... Uh, not stereotyping. Our, no, um, we, we have come to expect it to let us down. Yeah. But at the same time, though... I'm not really smelling any of those subtle notes that we were getting before. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm smelling whiskey, and yeah, I can pick up a slight sweetness to it, but that's about it. There's not really anything under it. And again, tastes like, you know, whiskey. That's what you get. Well, it tastes, it tastes like a scotch. Yeah. With a, a nod in the... Uh, Label five direction, the blended, the yeah, yeah, it's interesting because it does taste like a more subdued version of what we had in the other two glasses. Hmm. And I'm quite yeah. curious how the Collins Highball manages to do that, yeah, because it's that's how it's worked in all of the glasses so far. Yeah, it just dulls everything down. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, I mean, it doesn't like I I could drink it, but I'm not enjoying it because there's no no very little flavor. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it, this could be almost any scotch mm. for sure. So with the highballs, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, though it's it's not unpleasant. Like, yeah, we're not getting the complexity or the nuance, but it's still, it's enjoyable. It doesn't feel like I'm drinking a bad whiskey. It no. just feels like I'm drinking an average one. It definitely feels like I'm wasting a good whiskey. Oh, yes, knowing that it's a good whiskey, having tasted it in the other two glasses, mm. that changes things. But if all I had was the highball and that was all I had drunk it in, I would just think this was an average whiskey. Well, I I can see how it'd be a good whiskey because we've ha- we've had bad whiskey before. Like yeah. we've had cheap whiskey and it's ugh. Um so it doesn't taste like bad whiskey. So No, it doesn't it doesn't suddenly add the burn that comes with bad whiskey. Mm. So tasting drinking it out of that feels like yeah, it's a good whiskey, but where's the flavor? Yeah, it it, it makes it an average I yeah. think for for me it makes it taste like an average whiskey. Hmm. But this is this is good drop territory. This is a good whiskey. Mm. It's fifty sixty dollars a bottle. Sixty a bottle, yeah. Yeah. Sixty Australian anyway. Sixty Australian, yes. All right. But still good good drop territory and definitely mm. worth it. It's a nice scotch. So far. Mm. Let, let's see the comparison between the rest of them. Yes, let's see how it is in the white wine glass, which has in the past actually proven surprising yeah it's been one of the better ones it was one of the better ones for beer for sure um and it actually did quite well with sparkling white wine too as i recall it it did okay but it just smelled and tasted like a white wine yeah it it just turned it into a chardonnay Hmm. chardonnay pinot noir pinot meunier yeah blend like sparkling Wine had has a particular flavor and mouthfeel from experience. Yeah, and it just killed that. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. 
which was which was very interesting. Mm, well, so, what was more interesting was as soon as we poured it into the saucer, it was alive again. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. All right, here goes. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Oh wow! You can definitely smell more. Yeah, it's very interesting. You've got more of that um, ethanol burn, though. Yeah. I think that has to do with uh, surface area, I'm mm, thinking. It's, it's like it's magnifying everything about... It's like it's magnifying everything about the fragrance of it. Mm. Which is precisely what wine glasses are meant to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, it's going to be interesting so, comparing this with the Glen Cairn because they're similar shapes. Obviously, the Glen Cairn is on a much smaller scale. Much smaller scale, yeah. Though I'm thinking though that I'm not getting the, I'm not quite getting the subtlety on the nose. It's, no, it, I'm just it getting have a, that. It doesn't. Sorry, just getting a lot of that ethanol smell. Yeah, and it doesn't have that fruity sweet smell that the other glasses had. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we even got that slight fruity sweet smell from the highball. Yeah. Didn't taste it, but you, you could sort of smell it. <coughs> yeah, that um, I burn is no joke. <laughs> right. All right. Here goes. Mm-mm. No, that's. Oh God! It's like <laughs> it's it's magnified the burn in every way possible. Yeah. This has made it like a cheap like scotch. A cheap scotch. That's, I mean, I'm amazed because mm. I, I had high hopes for this one and low hopes for the highball. Yeah. But it's been the other way around. Well, yeah, the, the highball made it seem average and this makes it seem cheap and burny. Mm. Like the the aftertaste when the burn subsides still has a pleasantness to it. Yeah, it's, it's the same aftertaste as the, the other three glasses, but I... I I can't drink it out of No, that, that burn is just overwhelming. Wow. Like, thoroughly unexpected there. I'm shocked. Mm, me too. Me too. Because it's, I mean, it doesn't didn't seem that different to the Glen Cairn. But no. There you go. Well, I suppose it is, um, the opening is larger. Mm. It's taller. And the glass has more volume. So True, but I, I guess I do it's just think that the surface area is actually bigger in the Glen Cairn. Just holding it up next to it because it's uh, wider at the bottom and then narrows, um, or f- more flat at the bottom, f- flatter at the bottom than the wine glass. Yeah, oh, it is definitely flatter at the bottom. So there are distinct differences. There mm. are many nuanced distinct differences. I mean, if you look at the two side by side, while at first glance they may appear to be identical, you can actually see a number of differences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So the Glen Can is the new standard. It was uh, uh, first came into production in 2001. Mm. So it is very new in terms of drinking. Yeah, in terms of glassware. Yeah, that's mm. quite new. Considering the old-fashioned has been around for 100 years or so. Yeah, since probably the old-fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> Although that only came around in like the 1890s or something like that. Yeah, but that's still... 1890s that's makes still it over 100, 100 years. Yeah, over 100 years. 
Um, so it is a style of glass developed by Glencairn Crystal Limited, Scotland, for drinking whiskey. Uh, originally designed by Raymond Davidson, managing director of the company, the shape of the glass is derived from the traditional nosing copitas used in whiskey labs around Scotland. The glass was designed. The glass design was concluded with the aid of master blenders from five of the largest whiskey companies in Scotland. Um, you can fit about 175 mils in one of these glasses but it is intended to hold about 50. Yeah, so this is a glass that, unlike others where it's just been something designed to look good, this glass was designed from the ground up to make whiskey smell and taste better. Mm. And it is the first style to be endorsed by the Scotch Whiskey Association. First style of glass. Yeah, so theoretically... This should be the glass that just brings the absolute best out of this. Mm. That's the that's the idea. That's yeah. That's why it was made. So now, I suppose now we have to we have to smell it and see see the what comparison. difference it's made. Yeah. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, it's got nice a nice sound. Ding. Yeah. Ooh, I like mm. it already. It, it smells amazing. In this glass. Mm. Like, I mean, it's got a similar smell profile to the white wine glass, but the, all that uh, ethanol has gone and the uh, and the fruitiness is still there. Mm, but I was thinking it actually smelled quite similar to how it does in the stainless steel, but mine, mine is, of course, the stainless steel fragrance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is... Pretty much what I described anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because Just, we have to remember in the white wine, we also had that overwhelming ethanol smell. I mean, it's still there, but it... It's very is, subtle. It is not enough to uh, sear those nostril hairs off. <laughs> and yeah, I'm getting the sweetness. I'm getting that caramel and the the fruitiness. And but you still got that burn, that strong burn on the tongue and in the back of your throat, which yeah. is surprising. But between those two sp- spots in your mouth, you can taste everything. Interesting. So it is. It's very nice for smelling. Mm. And yeah, not as good as I'd expected for tasting. But it definitely, I'm getting those flavors. I'm getting that fruitiness. I'm getting that banana. Mm. Which is, yeah, yeah, an interesting thing to be tasting in a scotch. I mean, I, I do like it because your, your nose does most of the work when you're tasting anything anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm not sure... How it handles the, um, I guess, uh, the ethanol evaporation, mm, and there's there's a sweetness. Mm. You can bring that coaster around to you if you. Yeah, I'm not sure it has the same nuance as. Um, I don't know. Like it, it feels like flavor wise, 
we're not getting as much out of it as the stainless steel one. Maybe. Maybe because the nose is so good that that's all you can think about as you take a sip. Perhaps. Because uh, that's that's where my head is going with this one. Like, it smells fantastic. Yeah, it, it's all about the smell. This glass is definitely all about the smell. Um, but because, yeah, because that smell is so good, the um, what you're tasting can't compare. Yeah, it, it feels subdued almost. Hmm. But I guess at this point we should talk about the tasting notes that they mention on the box. And then I suppose with them in mind, we can go through and do one last taste on each of the glasses, mm. perhaps. Yeah. There's a lot more bitterness in the Glencan too. Mm. I'm picking up a lot more bitterness in the drink. All right. So, so what, did, what did we taste and what should we have tasted? <laughs> so they say that the appearance is burnished copper. I would agree with that. It, mm. it definitely has that appearance to it. Mm-hmm. The nose... Is a subtle spice, cinnamon-infused black currants oh, combined cinnamon. with creamy vanilla ice cream. And mm. those were the things I couldn't put my finger on. We we were close with the nose. Mm. So? And the palate, a superb combination of rich, sweet oak and toasted spices laced with the slightest hint of peat smoke. I, mean, I didn't pick up we, any smoke. We both really clearly got banana. Like... Well... Uh, we could also have um, confused banana with vanilla when it's in mm. such subtle concentrations. Yeah, because it is very, very subtle, very nuanced. Mm. And um, sweet oak, I got that. The The sweetness was there, definitely a slight woodiness. Yeah. And, I mean, the toasted spices, yeah, I can... Yeah. That also is probably one of those things that I couldn't quite put my finger on that I was tasting it. And I was like, what is that? I can't work out what that is. Hmm. And but the we we didn't pick that up any smoke, smoke at all. I did not get that at all. And they say the finish is satisfyingly long and smooth, and I would agree with that as well. Mm, definitely, except for the Glencan, it's yeah. a little rougher. Yeah, and there's and it's the the aftertaste doesn't seem to linger pleasantly. Mm. It's just gone. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but but. The caveat with all the with the last couple of glasses is that we've been drinking scotch for the last hour. We've tasted over the last hour. We've probably had two or three. We've we've drunk about half out of each to mm. get the, in, in our tastings to get a true idea of it. Yeah, mm. absolutely right. And um, so that's going to affect our taste buds and smell at the end. But we have been cleansing our palate with water. So we should still be getting it. I, I'm going to have to try a little bit more now because I'm sure that that aftertaste is just not lingering like it has with the others. Cleanse the palate and try again. I, I really like the chink, the uh, clink sound on these. So I'm yeah, going to so cheers you again. Not Not as like pure as a white wine glass, but... Oh no, I take it all back. It's after the palate's been cleansed, it's much nicer. Much, much nicer. Mm, I am actually getting 
because we didn't we didn't really drink like we were drinking water but straight after cleansing the palate mm. yeah when you've just done it yeah i take it back yeah so obviously we have to do our due diligence and have some water and try from each of the glasses again mm. to and that's something we're going to need to keep in mind for next time too yes uh cuz you know we're working this out as we go along we're uh, we obviously make mistakes so and we were always going to do a second try after testing the after checking the tasting notes anyway mm. absolutely so uh let's do that i might actually pour you some soda water that I mean, that's a much better way to, to cleanse the palate, yeah. yes. So, so to stay water tuned. For both of us. So, uh, yeah, I honestly didn't expect this to make a diff- make it, it didn't expect to need a palate cleanser between the same drink, in, just in different glasses. Yeah, because it's the same. It didn't seem like something that should be required. You're drinking the same drink. You're just tasting different tasting notes out of it. Yeah. Except it did make a difference. It refreshes the palate. I suppose we've also been drinking whiskey for an hour, or at least an hour. So obviously we're going to be getting tired. Our taste buds and noses are going to be getting tired. And so refreshing them makes sense. I mean, yeah. the the result, the end result of what we find is probably the same. Our, our results were pretty clean cut on the sparkling white and the beer. Yeah. Despite the fact that it hadn't occurred to us then either. But imagine the difference we would have been able to pick had we compared the each of the glasses with a clean palette. We would have been able to do a much better job. Mm, well, certainly we might have found the uh, found them to be even more impressive in the better glass. Mm. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, quickly run back through. Yep, so um, back to the old-fashioned for one last yeah. pre- one last, uh, I guess, in summary, kind of. So, old-fashioned. Yeah, so now we're aware of the notes. We actually know what the things are that we couldn't put our finger on before. The, the other thing we need to uh, talk about is the fact that these have these whiskeys have been sitting out for an hour or so. So, it's going to have... It's going to be slightly different anyway. Yeah. That um, ethanol will have evaporated a little better. <coughs> Still got that bite though on the nose. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's it's nice, but it's not. <laughs> the, the The nose is not as complex or mm. nuanced as the Glencairn for sure. All right, and Glen. And the cleanse, yes. All right. So, stainless steel, I think. Yeah, definitely ranked this very highly before. Yeah. And the nose is just as good. I mean, as you, you know, filter out that subtle stainless steel smell, and it's still. Mm. All the smelling notes are there. Yeah, I still like it. I still really like it. Um, and. I suppose an alternative to the state, like something that's of a similar size to these stainless steel cups would be Japanese teacups. Yeah, well, yeah, something of a similar size and shape would probably give you the same 
result. And if it's glass or ceramic, you wouldn't have that stainless steel smell and slight flavor. And it's not ruining anything by any stretch of the imagination because your brain can pretty easily filter that out. It's not overpowering or replacing any other smells or tastes. No, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, definitely very... I definitely rate that very highly. Um, Strangely enough, higher than the old-fashioned. Yeah. All right. Colin's highball. Colin's highball of sadness. (laughs) (laughs) Though not so much sadness this time as the white wine glass. Yeah, I got nothing this time around. It just tastes like not a bad whiskey. Yeah. It's like, hmm, not bad. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, this is average. Hmm. It's all right. Might mix it with some Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Like, mm. it tastes good enough that you wouldn't taste it with Coke. Or if you had a, a glass of Coke with it. Yeah, like, you'd know you were having a Scotch and Coke. and you. Mm. But if you had only tried it in the highball, you wouldn't feel like you were disrespecting it by putting Coke with it. Correct. Except it's... Probably a bit nice to... Oh, no, I, I disagree with all of those statements. Like, if you want to enjoy your whiskey however you want to enjoy it, you enjoy that whiskey. If you're getting as much enjoyment out of it as the guy who only drinks $100 whiskey out of Glencairn glasses, then more power to you. Yeah, but certainly this is a whiskey that I personally would prefer to enjoy by itself. That's that's your yes. prerogative. Yes, that's that's my personal choice. I mean, I expect that you would agree with me on that. Well, I do. Drunk out of <laughs> drunk out of the appropriate glass. Yeah, it's got the flavors and the nuance in the nose that it's really nice, neat. Mm. Unless you're drinking it out of a white wine glass. Unless you're drinking it out of a white wine glass, which we are about to do right now. Yeah. Ugh. And the the nose is still brutal. <coughs> Ugh. No, thank you. It's it's mm. eye watering. But what's odd is that I held that in my mouth for ages. Yeah. And tasted almost nothing until I swallowed it. Huh. And then it would just burn. Yeah. How like on it, earth does a glass do that? <laughs> Oh, no. We need a um we need a, a scientist on board. To, yeah, clearly. To tell us like a, a fluid scientist or a liquid scientist. I don't know what they're called. Material scientist? I don't know. Chemical engineer maybe? Chemical engineer, yeah. Probably probably chemical engineer. Hmm. To talk about how the shape of the glass and the fumes and some someone that can tell us about liquid or yeah liquid dynamics yeah yeah all right and the last and back to the glen can with a clean palette yeah oh i didn't clean, cleanse my palette <laughs> neither did you but no i it. did but i'm gonna have more all right because it does appear that immediately after the soda water when the palette is super fresh is the best time I mean, palate cleansers work better the the longer it's been since you've had it, mm. and you have the next thing. 
Well, that's true. That's true. Mm. So, all right. Smelling again, and smells just as good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm still not picking up the subtle peaty smoke. No. But everything else they say is there. Mm, That uh, woody taste, the uh, uh, burnt spice. Was it Mm, the burnt spice? Toasted spice. Toasted spice. Mm, the toasted spices, yeah, because there is burnt. that there is that slight <laughs> toastiness to it. Like mm. I'm not getting any smoke or burn, but I am getting the toasty. And the vanilla is clearer as well. Mm. And yeah, I mean, we clearly mistook that for banana, mm. but well, banana smoothies tend to have vanilla in it. I, that's true; they do tend to have vanilla in. And in the Glen Can glass, it is much clearer. So, I mean, for for me, now that we're done, I would rank them. From best to worst, the Glencan, then the Stainless Steel, then the Collins. No, sorry, the the Glencan, then the Stainless Steel, then the Old Fashioned, mm. then the Collins Highball, and lastly the White Wine. That that's the order I would put them in. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Um, the just the I think it's more the size and the shape of the. Uh, stainless steel cup that has made all the difference more so than the uh, composition of what it's made from. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's easy to ignore the very subtle stainless steel taste and smell mm. because it doesn't conflict with any of the other tastes involved. Yeah. The, uh, the other side of the coin is... Um, while the Glen Can is gives the the best uh, representation of complexity of flavors, you gotta get it right. If you uh, don't cleanse your palate, you don't get it. You don't get the, the complexity, the flavors, yeah, everything though, it's trying to give you. Though even without cleansing our palates, that was still the best glass. I still had the best smell. For oh sure. yeah, best smell, best. I suppose without the palate cleanse, I think we got the best flavor out of the stainless steel one. Mm. But after the palate cleanse... It was definitely the Glen Can. It was the Glen Can, yeah. Mm. So I'm definitely going to be pouring the dregs from the rest of the glasses into... Into the Glen Can glass, yes. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And then we'll just sit on those for the rest of the evening. (laughs) It's going to be a long evening. Finish them off because we, we don't want to waste... A drop of this lovely scotch. Mm, it's pretty good. I'm glad you picked that one, actually. Yeah, because I have to admit, the the way they've made a blend of different ages, I can see where it's got the sweetness of a young scotch and the complexity of an old scotch. Mm, and The woodiness of an old scotch. Yeah. Mm. Like it's, it's somehow managed to capture the best of the young and the old. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. So, um, we could ramble on all night about glasses and whiskeys, but we know you guys don't have it, so uh, let's wrap it up. If you liked what you heard, be sure to like or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, I think that's it. Most 
most places you can find podcasts. Yeah. Um, we are a good drop all about alcohol. Look for that beer icon. And we are also on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, as a good drop podcast. And if you want to have a look at the backlog of quite a lot of... We're on episode 110 now, so we've got a quite a big backlog. You can find it all, find all of those previous episodes at agooddrop.com.au. And if you've got any comments, questions, feedback, suggestions for future episodes, if you want to tell us that we're wrong, uh, send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next time when we talk about barrel aging. Mm, we got ourselves a barrel for... We Sorry, we were gifted a barrel for our two-year anniversary. We were, and um, it's a beautiful barrel. You will see it in the promotional images for that episode. Mm. Barrel aging, how does it work? Why do we do it? Uh, all the theory and practicality behind it. I'm looking forward to that. And we are going to uh, start putting stuff in it too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, until next time, Cheers. Cheers.